Hello, and welcome to episode three of Pas de with Gage and Sarah. In which we will be covering episode three of Dance Academy, which is called Behind Bars. But, like a ballet bar. Yeah, B-A-R-R-E-S, rather than B-A-R-S. So, the Netflix synopsis of this episode is... When Tara's crush on Ethan threatens to derail her friendship with Kat, Sammy gets her to write a pros and cons list to clear her head. Which, I guess... How many times has that gone poorly in a TV show? Every time. Are pros and cons lists a common trope in TV shows that I've seen them before. I've seen them before, too. But not, like, a lot. Yeah, but every time that they're used, something goes bad. Yeah. Because then they're like... Because then people are like... They're, they're like, oh, that's a con about me? You know what I mean? Like, when they find out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that summarizes it fairly well. Yeah, last episode focused a lot on the dance aspect of this show, whereas this is a little bit more about, like, teen problems. Yeah. So that's kind of fun and interesting. It's not, like, making it, like, one note and, like, repetitive. Yeah. So we open up on Tara practicing in a studio alone in, in the dark. Yeah. Which is... Whatever. Weird. Yeah. And so she's like... She's very frazzled. She's like, back home, dance made things free. Now, I feel like I'm in a cage when I'm dancing. Which is just... Thanks, And Tara. in the meantime, there's, like, scenes of a cop chase? Yeah. I, with Christian, who we have not seen since episode one. Yeah, so he's we, back. We have no idea what he has been up to. But he's running from... The law. The law. So it's, like, Tara complaining about these, like, fake problems while you see, like, Ethan, or, um, Christian dealing with real problems. Yeah, and it's a fun juxtaposition between, like, ballet and crime. Because, like, she's doing, like, a frantic, kind of, like, very athletic dance. And Christian's movements as he's running from the cops almost look like a very athletic kind of dance. And so yeah, it's, like, it's, wow. it's a very choreographed, like, chase scene. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of, it's, it's cool. I like the little juxtaposition there. And um, that's that, that's pretty much it for the first scene. Yeah, and then it you jump into more Christian conflict, which yeah. um, I remember now that I don't care about at all. Oh, <laughs> wow. Like, <laughs> I literally just, I don't know, I just, maybe just because it's really unrelatable to me, but I, I don't know. He just <coughs> seems to be, like, really apathetic and, like, rude. And so basically... He is in trouble with the law, and he's going to have to go to juvenile detention unless somebody can come and claim him, like, as their... He is under my jurisdiction. Yeah. Like, I am his caretaker. And his father is not applicable. And his mother is dead. And Mm -hmm. he calls his brother, who doesn't pick up. And, well, later he calls him, and then his brother... (laughs) doesn't, like, remember who he is. No, he does remember. He just doesn't want it. Yeah, doesn't let him come stay. So Christian's only option is to go to a prestigious dance academy? He He calls the National Academy, which I'm like, at that point I would have given up. I would have just been like, send me to Juvie. Before, before thinking, oh yeah, I'll call those these dance people that I auditioned for once a few weeks ago. Yeah, so I guess... Because it makes no sense. We're, we're, I guess we're supposed to believe that he got in and then just didn't take yeah. his spot? Yeah, that, that's most likely, because they wouldn't just accept a kid in who didn't like a... Who didn't deserve it based on merit. Yeah. 
so that's good. Like, it's nice that he is good enough to get in. I guess it's nice that he doesn't have to go to juvie and that he gets to come in and be a character and be at the academy because that's supposed to be, like, a really good opportunity. I just don't see how, like, a court of law would allow that. Like, yeah, instead very... of going to juvie and being, like, reprimanded for your actions, you're just going to go to school. I, uh, yeah. I don't know if Australia works differently than America, but... Yeah, maybe it does. So then we, we go into class where Christian shows up and Tara proceeds to make yet another fool of herself by just sc- basically... Assuming scr- that everybody's out to get her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like really paranoid and she like screams at Christian for just being like slightly rude. Yeah. And it was, wow, it was a lot to take in. And we're going to reenact it. We're going to reenact it later. Yeah. More to come. And, um, so then we go out to the cafe again, the Seaside Cafe, as I like to call it. And uh, Ethan and Isabel call it quits. In the most unnatural breakup discussion <laughs> I think I've ever heard. Like, she's like, what? What's the issue? And he's like, um, I just don't feel it anymore. Like, I don't know. Like, you, you wouldn't break up with somebody just, like, when you're having lunch, like, out in the open, and he just seems, like, so uninterested in the conversation, doesn't seem to, like, have any remorse, or, like, glee. He's just, like, saying it. And then she's like, I can't believe. And then she, like, runs over well, to- Well, first she's, she throws her drink on him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which was wild. And then she goes over to Kat, and that's when you learn that, like, Kat and Isabel have had a relationship. Not yeah. a romantic one. Like, a friendship. Yeah. And basically, Kat's like, you knew the ground rules. Don't dump your toxic waste from your relationship on me. Because apparently, all of her friends have a habit of falling in love with her brother. Yeah. Which, surprise, surprise, Tara's one of them. Yeah, great. Uh, Isabel uses the very strange figure of speech that I've never heard before that is chip off the same iceberg. Yeah. I've never heard anyone say that other f- than Isabel. I feel like things off of icebergs are too big to be called chips. Yeah, okay. I agree. And then after Cat stops paying attention or I guess she Cat walks away and um Sammy notices Tara staring and immediately is like you're in love with You're him. in love with him. And personally in my opinion Tara could have easily been like no I'm not. I was just staring off into space. Yeah. I don't think Tara knows how to lie. Tara doesn't know how to lie because she's a prude. She's a lawful good. She's a lawful good. And so basically, we're just sitting there like, oh god, okay, so now Sammy knows. And uh, Sammy's like, hey, you know what helped me when my imaginary girlfriend, Mia, was going on, and I were like splitting up, or like parting ways for a while? Because they're still together, but like, (laughs) he's off at the academy and she's like in Africa or something? I don't know what she's doing, I don't remember. Or maybe just in the outback. I don't know. Same thing. Yeah. And uh, so so he's like, well, it really helped me to make a pros and cons list, so let's do that. Um, and then they get off uh, the teeniest computer ever to do it. Did you see the computer? Yeah. It's so tiny. It's a laptop. Yeah. And um, this this is basically just acting as digital proof of, like, Tara's crush on Ethan. Which, so, of course, yikes. is a problem later. Yeah. And, uh, oh, wow. Okay, so the pros, the pros that are mentioned in the beginning are common arrhythmia, which means that her heart beats differently when she's around him. Um, <laughs> when he walks, he never looks back. Like, he always knows where he's going. Which is so weird, because it makes it sound like everybody's, like, constantly, like, ooh, ooh, whatever, <laughs> whenever they're walking, but he doesn't do that. <laughs> Yeah, and also that he smells like Christmas. Like pine? Is that what he is that what she I don't means? know, because like when I hear smells like Christmas, I think of like gingerbread and like warm baked scents. That's gross. Which 
boys generally don't like make themselves smell like like gingerbread. No, yeah. I was thinking pine. Pine is a more like manly, like common man smell, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he probably smells pine like and a tree. So that's nice. Pine and cinnamon. That's probably it. What does Christmas smell like in Australia, though? Cause yeah, because it... isn't it summer down there yeah. when it's in Christmas? When yeah. it's Christmas? I don't know. Whoa. Yeah, and so the cons that are mentioned are Cat, obviously. You saw how she reacted to Isabel. Yeah, so it would affect Tara and Cat's friendship if. Yeah, I don't. It's weird that. Because now it's just like, wow, Tara's crush on Ethan's like full fledged and like a really big deal. Like, I feel like this happened kind of suddenly. Yeah, and so. And another con is that she should be focusing on dancing, which is true, because obviously she's the worst in the class. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, if you want to get better, yikes. Boys are distracting. It takes a lot of effort to have a crush. I agree. Another con... Well, there's one thing that they didn't really mention as to whether or not it was a con or a pro, but um, Tara swears that when she first talked to him, a little vomit came up in her mouth, (laughs) which (laughs) I can only assume is a con. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think that's supposed to like show that he makes her feel a lot yeah and so then we go into the scene that I so endearingly called sign the damn form Abigail <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah so which is a little montage like we further see that Abigail and Tara do not get along and Tara of course just wants to like get out of rooming with her yeah like i guess the rooming situation with sammy was fixed and he's with a guy now Mm-hmm. um so like you know tara might as well go and room with cat who's like her, probably her best friend at the academy right now of course naturally yeah and abigail won't do it which is so stupid because obviously like abigail doesn't enjoy tara either and the excuse that they gave of Abigail saying that she was doing it just to make Kat mad, like, that seems ridiculous. Like, to actively make your life worse to, like, hurt somebody else. Just, of course. It's ridiculous. I don't, that's not believable. Yeah, and so then we go into this big montage of, this means war. And so uh-huh. Tara proceeds to redecorate the dorm in the most country bumpkin way possible. Yeah. And then, um, share, share and then takes her, um, shaving stuff. Yep. And gets it all hairy and gross. No, what she one of the things she does is she like takes her deodorant and rubs it on one of their pillows that's like kind of furry, which like is kind of gross, but that's not that like, gross. That's not that gross. <laughs> yeah. It just had a few like pink hairs on it. Yeah. And so then like Abigail fights back by scrubbing her toenails with Tara's toothbrush. Which who scrubs their toenails? I don't know. Dancers? Do dancers do that? I don't know. Is that a dance thing? Maybe it's a dance thing. It's disgusting. It's gross. Like, it's definitely way more, like, way more disturbing than redecorating and shave, and doing the shaving thing. For sure. Yeah. And so then, um, then Kat and Sammy and Tara go on to Kat's secret getaway place. Which I can't imagine is that secret. It didn't look secret. It looked like a little, I don't know what it was, like a little brick-like place where you would stick a little tiny boat? Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it was. I think it's just a little area that you can, so you can get down to the water. But it was cute. It was just, like, a little, like, area, a little scene for, um, Tara and Kat and Sammy to bond. Yeah. And then Kat's, like, goes ahead of them, and then Sammy and Tara, of course, again, have a conversation about Ethan. Yeah, and then I and then I wrote wrote about a quote that was everybody hates karaoke, but I like karaoke. Me too. 
And so I was very sad about that when when Tahara was like, everybody hates karaoke. Let's get that. Let's like ruin Abigail's life with karaoke. I was like, I like karaoke. I really like karaoke too. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. So, and I don't know, yeah, so, like, Tara brings up the karaoke because she's trying to cover up the fact that, like, she was talking about Ethan, but that, what a weird choice to make. Like, karaoke's the first word that comes to mind, and then she's able to very quickly turn that into, like, oh, this is how we'll get back at Abigail. Like, that was pretty impressive, like, manipulation. It was weird, though. It was out of character. It was very out of character. And karaoke's fun, okay? It's fun. It's It's a good time. They did do a really bad job though because they you get to see them sing what song is that uh i'm not sure what song that was but i know that it was bad it was bad i loved it though i thought it was hilarious also kat and sammy were doing it while like tara was not in the room which was weird because then abigail could have just been like go get out yeah not not your room and then they had like dogs howling at them singing which is such a cliche yeah yeah so after all that um we run into Christian and Ethan and their teacher, I believe Patrick. Is it Patrick? Or is that later? I don't know. I don't know. Their I teacher think... running into running into each other at, in the studio while Ethan's practicing. But you don't see him practice cuz you never ever see Ethan dance cuz I believe he's the only actor who cannot dance. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so they're like in the, they're like in the studio and the teacher the te- the male teacher, the not Rain. Yeah. The male teacher's like Hey, Ethan, I was thinking you could mentor this little disenfranchised youngin. And Ethan's like, okay, mm-hmm. sure. And so then, and so then after he leaves, Christian, or after the teacher leaves, Christian is, of course, mean and brooding and very bristly. Of course. And he's like, and, and Ethan's like trying to warm him up, being like, just, we'll be just friends. Like, you don't have to worry about it. Mates. We'll be mates. Yeah. Good eye. My, we'll be... <laughs> We'll be Australian mates down here in the harbor. Oh, God. <laughs> and so, uh, so then, like, Isabel shows up, and she's like, can we talk? She seems very, like, sad, obviously. They yeah. broke up or whatever. And, uh, Ethan ends up leaving the room for a while. Christian, we see, takes his wallet. So pointless. So pointless. And they're like, dude, we get it, you're a criminal. Yeah. Like, we don't, you don't have to be like this. Before, he just... Oh my goodness, I'm sorry. I yawned. (laughs) Um, Before, he just kind of seemed like a kind of, like, jaded guy. Like, didn't really care much about anything, like, a little cynical. But now it's just like, yeah, I'm just gonna randomly steal people's things. Because I'm just so angry at everything. Yeah. And, yeah, I I didn't care for it. Yeah, and so, basically... The next scene we see um, is, like, I believe the next night, where Tara is working at the bar. It might be in the daytime or afternoon. Tara's working at the bar. Ethan comes in, and you can tell he's looking for something. Mm-hmm. We find out it's his wallet. Duh. Yes. Because Christian took it. And um, Tara starts venting to Ethan, and then overshares about her life. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> he's just like, hey, are you okay? She goes, yeah. I just wish that this and this and this and (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's definitely true and uh ethan comforts her flirtatiously and helps her dance i guess i don't know he calls he says he's gonna help her work on her developes which is just like is that just a quirky way to say development i think it's like fancy warm-up fancy warm-ups ballet warm-ups oh okay 
Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, things to help you develop your technique. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. Oh, yeah, and then, um, and then after that, like, I mean, you can kind of see, like, a cute little burgeoning thing between Ethan and Tara. You're not really sure yet, though, because he is kind of, I don't know, he's, like, charming, but kind of... In a very empty way. In a very empty, very, like, not human kind of way. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, so we're not really sure where that's going yet. And then we get to, like, the second part of Revenge, where, um... Tara and Kat lock Abigail into their dorm room. Yep. By, um... Tara trying steals to make her... her keys as she's leaving. Yeah, and tries to make right her sign... Right before class. Yeah, which, first of all, what dorm, room has, what dorm rooms have outside locks? That's what I was wondering! <laughs> that you can't unlock from the inside. I don't... That's that exactly what sense. I was wondering. It doesn't make any sense. And the window in their dorm room is very weird to me too like i feel like it's weird to have a window right there that goes into the hallway like rather than like outside yeah exactly i don't know this is no zoe 101 dorm room yeah and so after locking (laughs) after locking her into that room um we go back we pan over to like christian talking to the we believe is like the headmaster of the dance academy what we can only assume is, like, the headmaster. Yeah, something like that. And, uh, he has to, he basically, he's like, dude, Christian, you gotta turn your life around, or else you're going to jail. Yeah. And, um, he's like, dance is the dancer. A.K.A. the dance answer. It's the answer to fixing... (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I won't... That's so good. You You should have written it, the show. I've been thinking about that the whole time. Um, but, yeah, it's like... It's, like, the answer to all of his problems, because, like, by training in dance, he can, like, satisfy his probation or whatever. And then he calls his brother, and his brother's like, we don't want you here, so you're gonna have to dance. That's basically what happens. hmm Yeah. And then, uh, after that, uh, Ethan attacks Christian, or Ethan attacks Christian. Yeah, that was so intense. <laughs> like, just go up and say, hey, buddy. Did um, you take my wallet? Yeah, I think you might have taken my wallet, huh, chum? Not like, oh my god, you little punk, how dare you take my wallet? It was so funny, though, how he, like, how, um, Ethan, like, pushed Christian up against the wall and, like, slapped him, or slammed him against it a few times, and then Christian immediately was like, I'm stronger than you, and I'm, like, two years younger than you, and it was, because he, like, because, like, Christian, like, did it back to him. Yeah. Like, overpowered him, and then Ethan was like, no, no, wait, stop, like, it was like, Ethan, you started this. You yeah. Know, you know what I mean? Like, it was ridiculous. And there was an ominous, like, at the end of that exchange, there was an ominous, like, you owe me from Ethan. Yeah. To Christian. So, what we know about Christian now is, like, he's here against his will because he got into some trouble. Um, He's not really m- making a good impression with anybody and not, like, developing good relationships with anybody. Yeah. So, it's... He's, he's off to a bad start. Yeah, it's an interesting little conflict. Yeah, and then we get to the part of the episode where Abigail ruins Tara's life. Oh, I uh, I appreciate conflict in shows, but there's some conflict that I, like, it's hard for me to watch and I really wish, like, wouldn't happen. And this is one of those. Yeah. Like, I just hate it. Like, I feel so bad for Tara. Yeah. For, so, Abigail decides to, like, send out a help message. Okay. For someone to, like, come and, like unlock her first of all it's 
She types SOS into WordPad. Yeah. That's not going to That's do not anything. going anywhere. Yeah. That's just like Microsoft Word. Uh-huh. She just typed SOS in a WordPad like it was going to do something. Second problem with the computer. Tara has Ethan's pros and cons list linked her to her desktop. desktop. Yeah. Oh my god, Tara! Yeah. You idiot! So. I get that you don't have a computer out in the country, girl. Only a teeny little laptop. But you gotta figure it out. Yeah, so Abigail sees it and is like, ooh, juicy personal Tara things. Also, why why does Abigail have to borrow Tara's computer? Does she not have, like, her own? I guess not. I guess not. And so she sees it and she's like, oh man, this is uh, pretty, uh, pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. Ethan Karamakov. And then apparently there's, like... Yeah, why'd she cite her name? Like, why did she give herself, like, a byline? That's unnecessary. And then... It was written like it was written to be turned in for school. Yes. And then there's, like, the reply all trope. Which is that, that things accidentally happen. get sent to everybody in the school. How can which, that happen? Who has everybody's contact information at the school? No one. At our school, we have, like, student emails. So, like, I guess it could be, like, if you send it to every student email... Yeah. Like, on the server. But still, I who, don't... Who nobody, would open them? nobody does that. Nobody knows how to do that, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no. It's it's such an old, used thing. So, her pros and cons list gets sent to everybody, and then there's, like, a cute thing where, like, as people open it, they start reading it in voiceover in oh their own voice. Oh my god. The amount of repetitions of Ethan Karamikov by Tara Webster yeah. is too much. Yes. Because, like, Tara's, like, walking in. Because at this point, Tara has let... Abigail out because she's a good person. Yeah. And then and then she comes back and like she found she finds out that everyone's reading. And the fact that she went to go back and get her is so unrealistic. Like because well, character wise it's not. But we know that their dorm rooms are in a separate building. Separate building. Substantially far from Substantial like, at least in terms of like, like it would be a lot to go it'd get. It'd be like a five minute walk. Yeah. Which isn't horrible, but still, I don't know, you have to, like, go outside. And she was already at class and Yeah, and it was, like, class is about, like, why would they go to class so early that they have time for Tara to go back, get somebody, have her be at class on time, and then, like, there's the whole drama of the pro-con list before class starts. Of course. It doesn't, it doesn't fit. Yeah, and I want to point out specifically that there's a, there's a, Christian, <laughs> Christian reads, he smells like Christmas in a very sexy way. Oh. Yeah, it was surprising. Like, Christian's like, he smells like Christmas? Like, quite, it was like a question. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and it was, it was like a question, and it was kind of like sensual. Like, it was like, Christian, why? I didn't hear the sensuality, it was but funny. I did hear the question, and I thought that was funny. He's like, what? He smells like Christmas? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so then there's like then there's that whole cliche where like every, like where everyone's phone beeps at the same time. Yes. As if like and this is this is definitely true as if they weren't going to be turned off for dance class at the National Academy. Yeah. Or like not even turned off, at least silenced. Because they were they were all they were all like doing things, like warming up. So their phones would have been turned. That's wild. Off. I bet the ballerinas don't use their phones very much. Yeah, probably not for not while they're dancing, at least. Because they're just too busy to of be course. caught up with their phones. That's fun. Yeah, and so the end of episode monologue in this episode is just like a dramatic reading of the pros and cons list. 
And then Kat comes up and is like, oh, so I'm a con? Yeah, and it was like, Kat, really? Of course you are. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a mess. And then Sammy explained what happened to Tara, because apparently she's too stupid to understand. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy's just <laughs> the voice of reason. Sammy, yeah, Sammy is the voice of reason. He's pretty reasonable. He comes in to help people. Yeah. We have, I mean, he's like on point. I guess that's his conflict. Yeah, that's about it right now. Yeah, so it doesn't end on a good note. Oh, yeah, definitely not. Because Tara's life is basically ruined because she has this crush on Ethan. Yeah. And now it's going to be known by everyone. Mm-hmm. And remembering how crushes are in early high school, what a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that'd be bad. I would I would have died. I, Tara doesn't even cry at this. You're right. Why not? I don't know. That'd be like a crying out of like embarrassment, which I feel like doesn't come as naturally. Um, yeah. And I don't know. It's like a bad situation, but I'm a crying bad. It's. I feel but like. But Tara's feel, a bit of a. Cry I feel baby. like you feel kind of numb after it and like confused, like whiplash. You know. Interesting. Not like an influx of emotion that means your body needs to get those emotions out in the form of tears. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. So yeah, that's about the episode. That's pretty much the episode's plot right there. Yeah. Um, so there are kind of a lot of like, ugh, why <laughs> moments with this. Oh man. There's there's so many. The first one being, ugh, Christian, why did you take Ethan's wallet? That was so dumb and needless. Yeah, 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 yeah. And ugh, why did you did you write your pros and cons list and save it on your desktop, Tara? Yeah. And then, ugh, why are you that much of a bitch, Abigail? <laughs> <laughs> like, calm down. I get, like, if if Tara really is the worst in class and you're at the top of every class, you have nothing to worry about. Yeah. There is no reason <laughs> to be, like, treating this girl this poorly. Yeah, and then there's, ugh, why do you hate karaoke? Yeah. I Guys, I guess it's I cheesy. really love karaoke. Me too. We went to a karaoke room we've for New been, Year's Eve. We've been to karaoke, bo- like, bars together. Yeah. And it's fun. Yeah. It's a fun time. Karaoke's great. Um, definitely my least favorite thing about this show is that they so don't far? like karaoke. So yeah. 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 Um, there's, there's not an ugh why, but there's a why where it's, um, where one of the scenes opens with what Netflix likes to call electric string music. Why? <laughs> is it like the music that Tara will dance to whenever she's feeling bad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're kind of like they're kind of like weirdly ethereal. That continues, I feel like, throughout the rest of the series. It really does. Okay, so that's about how many whys we have. I mean, there's there's many more. Like, ugh, why did you did Abigail? Why did you type SOS in a word pad? That's yeah. not gonna do anything. Yeah. Ugh, why does it look like your computer is from the early Bronze Age? Like. It was so old looking and tiny, but tiny in a clunky way. Yeah. it. W- I don't think I've ever seen a computer like that that <laughs> anybody would like actually purchase and use. Yeah. But who am I to know? <laughs> okay. So we actually have a, um, we have a dramatic reading of one of, of our favorite scene from this episode, which happened to be when Tara embarrassed herself the first time by screaming at Christian... In when he comes back. When he comes back. So. 
So I will be playing the part of Christian, the brooding teenager. I will be Tara. Three, two, <laughs> one. You're seriously pretending I don't exist? I know you saw me this morning. What? Wait, we didn't hook up once or something because you're not really my type. No, audition week, remember? You humiliated me because I went to the wrong change rooms. Oh, you're the little girl in the training bra. High-pitched voice, having to spy on guys in the bathroom. That's you, right? Firstly, look around. We're in the same class, which probably means we're the same age. Just because someone is on the smaller side of average, it's not okay to make judgments about their underwear. Secondly, I've explained numerous times that I wasn't spying, and even if I had been spying, I wouldn't have been spying on you. And thirdly, my voice is a high-pitched... <laughs> and that's pretty much exactly End how it, <laughs> that's pretty much exactly how it goes in the actual show. Because oh my god, Tara, get a handle on yourself. Tara just gets so like frantic and like <laughs> angry and uncontrollable whenever <laughs> she gets upset and it's it's so fun. It's endearing in a way, but yeah. also like girl, handle yourself. She really just can't though. Yeah. So the music in this episode I don't, I didn't have any specific thoughts about it. Yeah, me neither. There was kind of, there was the the little piano part that's playing in the background while Tara screams at Christian was a little annoying. I thought it was a fun contrast because it's just like, it's just ballet class with like quiet piano music in the background. Yeah. But then Tara's like making a scene. Yeah, and then there was that, and then there was, um, there was the fun music at the beginning where Tara was, like, dancing and Christian was running from the cops. Yeah, very dramatic. Very dramatic, very fun. Uh, there was, of course, the electric string music, as mm -hmm. mentioned previously. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, there, other than that, the dances, like, Tara's opening dance, where she was really dramatic, was fun. Yeah, I like when, because I feel like we've seen a lot of, like, warming up and, like, little technique things, but it's fun to see more of, like, dance. And that had a lot of emotion that it was, like, trying to convey, so that was cool. Yeah, and there's one little thing that, like, um, Christian does. It's, like, a, it's across, an across the floor. Yeah. And he does it really well. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he does, he does, like, the dance really well, and it's like, wow, that looked like a real dance. Good job. So, yeah, good for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this wasn't a very dance-heavy episode, or, like, academy-heavy episode. Yeah, really focused on... The, took place outside of class. The interpersonal conflict of the students, rather than the, like, conflict with dance itself. Yeah. Um, I didn't think anything much about the fashion this time, oh, either. Oh, I have one... I have, I have two, two very specific things I want to call out. Okay. First, Christian's cargo pants. Oh. Oh my god, they were green. Mm -hmm. and ugly like at least this show is pretty good about like understanding where these characters would be style wise yeah because like tara wouldn't or tara totally would listen to cat cat's dressing advice because cat's like cool even though cat's even though dressing cat's, advice was awful well yeah even if it's bad like but tara would listen to it wouldn't she yeah she would yeah and christian would wear cargo pants but they look horrible they look awful mm -hmm. oh man they're green like the worst kind of olive Oh, oh, it's bad. Mm -hmm. And then, and then Kat's atrocious black Claire's hat makes an appearance for the third time in the scene where they're walking up to the school and Christian's appearing, or Christian's coming back to school for the first time. Mm -hmm. It is on, I believe it's on, I don't remember whose head it was on. I don't remember if it was on Tara's or Kat's, but it was on one of the two. And oh man, is that hat just continually the worst part of the style. They need to throw it in the costume shop trash can. Yeah. 
Um, another little thing of fashion. Um, Ethan's practice stuff while Christian steals his wallet, where he's wearing like sweats and a tank top. Mm-hmm. His sweats are way too long. Oh. They're, like, way under his feet. So he'd, like, trip if he were dancing. Yeah, if, if he was dancing, he would have been tripping. Poor guy. He would have been tripping. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the pity laugh. <laughs> I really liked Kat's swimsuit, I believe I mentioned before. Oh, yeah. It was, like, kind of, like, blocky and, like, geometric and very colorful. And then she had, like, shorts that were very, like, baggy and kind of, like, high-waisted. Like, it's interesting because, like, those would be very in now. But I'm surprised that she was wearing them then. Also, it's like a one-piece. And I like when people try and pull off one-pieces. Because it's a little bit more interesting. And then she had a cute hat. And then Tara was just wearing, like, a sundress. And it was fine. It was very her. But, like, the little swimming scene when they go to Cat's yeah. Secret Place. Yeah, another thing about that little swimming scene, and this is just something that I noticed. And I don't know if this is how most people do it, but Sammy took off his shoes. Shoe, shoe, sock, sock. Which I don't know why that's that how seemed... I do it. Yeah, I think that's how most people do it. But for some reason, when he did it, it seemed weird. Do you do it shoe sock, shoe sock? No, I don't. Uh, okay. I just thought, I think that's how most people do it. I just wanted to point out that, like, that's something weird that humans do. Like, you think you should take care of it one leg at a time? Yeah. I don't. Okay. It's just weird. I think it's weird. Also, shoes are really ugly. Were they? What were they? Like, white dad tennis shoes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I could go gr- probably grab something very similar from my dad's closet. <laughs> Yeah. Any stray observations? Uh, no, not really. I mean, the show's gotten off to a good start. This is kind of like the first episode of what I like to call the meat of it, where we start getting into, like, the actual, like, life at the Academy um, and the conflicts between the characters that have now been fleshed out. Yeah, like, the first episode was, like, seeing, seeing the characters in this new environment. Second episode was, like, the environment's hard. And then now it's really getting into it. Yeah, now it's really getting into, like, what it, life is actually like there. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, it's no, no more of the jarring c- cityscape for the country bumpkin anymore. Yeah. So that's really fun. I really, I, this is a good episode. I would say I would give it 7 out of 10 teeny tiny computers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I think, I think I want to go back to my, like, original... Like, a re- like back to episode one, I think I'm going to call it a six out of ten wallets stolen out of a bag. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So we're giving pretty, like, middle of the road score so far. Like, like not like average, because that's five, but like solidly good. Yeah, because they are, they have been solidly okay. Yeah, and I'm, I'll be saving my ten. Oh my god. For like Ew. a really good episode. I mean there are there are there there are tens in the first season of Dance Academy, from what I remember. Hopefully. I don't know. Um the first season is not my favorite, but it's still good. And I'm enjoying watching it and talking about it. Yeah, me too. So we'll continue to do that next time with episode four. Episode four, which I believe oh, I don't remember, I don't know what it's called. It's called... Minefield. Minefield. That's fun. Yeah. So, stay tuned for that. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to us speak about Dance Academy. We're enjoying it. Goodbye. 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 <laughs>